The Talking Football Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TALKINGFITBALL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code TALKINGFITBALL. Your balls will thank you. everyone and welcome to episode 78 of the Talking Football Podcast. My name's Derek Clark and each week we try and bring you a top class interview with some of the most colourful and interesting characters involved in the game. This week it was an absolute pleasure to chat to the much travelled and much loved striker Armand Oni. The big man is in great form in a bumper two hour interview as he looks back on his career in the game. We hear about his early days as a youth at Nantes, his trial at Man City, his introduction to British football at Cambridge United, as well as his time in Scotland at the likes of Partick, Cowdenbeath, Wraith, Livingston, Alloa and Stranraer, and his time in Finland and much more in between. So sit back and enjoy the latest episode of the Talking Fitball Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Football Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to say we're joined on the line this week by much-travelled striker Armand Oni. Armand, thank you very much for, for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Before we start about the, talk about the career, Armand, just a, a quick word for our sponsors. The great guys at Manscaped have sent a lovely hamper over. These guys are pioneers in ball trimming. So you've got a lovely little ball trimmer here, a lovely little ball toner and ball deodorant so it's very important to look after your your insides as well as your outsides I'm sure you'd agree oh. Armand oh definitely definitely that's <laughs> I, mean, I think I need one of those anyway <laughs> well, we've got a giveaway coming up uh, we're off, also offering 20% off with the code talking football as well so uh, keep your eyes peeled for that right let's talk about the career Armand looking back when you were growing up born 1983 in, in Paris were you always kicking the ball about as a young boy? Yeah, uh, always kicking a football about. Uh, I'm from a quite rough place. Yeah. So it was either that or doing bad things. <laughs> so and I, I was not really a bad kid, so that was not for me. That, that option wasn't even there for me. And obviously I was a bit... Scared of my father as well, so <laughs> <laughs> so I stay away from travel, the trouble, and I would just kick a ball about. That was my thing. Yeah, did you play for uh, any teams growing up as a as a youngster? Uh, yeah, I played for my local team. Yeah, I played for my local team uh, when I I think I joined them when I was 11, 10, 11. Yeah, and um, played there for three years. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 10. Played there for three years and then I moved to academy. Yeah. Uh, were you always wanting to be a, a centre forward? No, I was um, initially I was a, a right mid. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I know. I was a right mid, but um, my first trial for my local team, uh, as a lot of people would know, I'm always late at everything. So I, I turned up late at the trial. And the only position they had left was centre half, centre back. Uh, centre back. 
And uh, so they say to me, oh, do you mind, you know, play at the back for, for, for the first half and stuff like this? And I was like, yeah, why not? So I played at the back. I did well. Yeah. And I actually scored a goal, like took on the players and yeah. scored a goal. So the guy said to me at halftime, he says, what position do you play? I says, oh, play right mid. And he says, uh, all right, so you want to go right mid and, or up the top? And and then uh, one, I think one of the guys, I think the striker got injured or something like this. And he says, go and play up top. I says, yeah, okay, no problem. So I went, played as a striker and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And so that was like kind of my second position. You know, like I was like more of a, I've always, because my dad was a right mid. So I always thought this is my position, you know. But then I had a a little spell up front and I I was like, I like this. this." So that's when it all started. Did your dad have a a career in the game then? Was he a a decent decent player? No, no. (laughs) my dad. (laughs) My dad used to play for... Uh, the, the the local village, yeah, you know. So and uh, <laughs> it was like it, my dad's tidy, <laughs> <laughs> my dad's tidy, and he was like the little skillful one, you know. Yeah, and, uh, he always talked about how skillful he was and how this and you know, like oh, I remember like. He used to talk to my mom about stuff. Remember this time when you had this tournament and I did this and that? And I'm like, <laughs> I was in the village, Dad. <laughs> Back in Africa. But no, he never made it really pro because obviously my dad was, like his, his parents were all about school and stuff like this. And he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to follow a football career or stuff like that. So it was all about school. No, I had to get grades and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Did you, did you support any team or uh, have any favourite players growing up? Uh, yeah, I was uh, obviously from Paris, so I was following PSG. Yeah. And uh, George Weah was... Yeah, well. It was the man back then. Yeah. And I liked also Jean-Pierre Papa. Yeah, he was like This for Marseille, which was a pity, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, you know what I mean, like PSG, Marseille, you know. So, but I really liked him. Really liked him, and um, yeah. Uh, and then obviously there was like um, guys I could kind of relate to later on, like Cherry uh, Army and El Cartrezegui. You know, those type of players that were like just just a few generation above me. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So was like those type of players were like kind of my favorite players. Yeah, and, oh, I, and I had one, obviously Kanu. Yeah, but it was one was. of my favorite because he was tall and lanky like me when I was younger. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, I could see myself in his. I was like, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> if we can make this move, I can make this move. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he was a decent player. Um. You went to Nantes, didn't you, uh, in '99? Uh, How did that come about? Did they send scouts to go and watch you at the, the team you're playing? No, no, not even that. No, it was a pure fluke. Like my dad was reading a, a magazine, a football magazine, and at the back of it, there was a, a little advert that was saying, "Oh, um, uh, if your kids, if your son is born between this year and this year." And he's willing to come for a trial, then send him over and then we'll have a look at him. 
So oh. my dad was like, <laughs> having his coffee, like, you fancy going to Nantes? I'm like, <laughs> all right, why not? <laughs> you know? Me, I'm, I'm, I mean, I wasn't even, I wasn't even, uh, it's like I couldn't comprehend, you know, I was like, uh, what is that? What you said to me there is that it's just a trial. I'll, it's, it's a football game. I, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, right, no problem. So I filled the paper in and then sent it away. And then, even like a week later, we got a response saying, like, you're good to go. Come for the trial. Wow. And uh, obviously, it was like, oh, keep it a secret. Don't tell anybody. You know, like, but anyway. <laughs> So then me and my brother went on, a, we got on a train and uh, we went to Nantes and I went to stay with, uh, no, no, my, no, I went to visit Greg, Gregory Tade, my cousin. Yeah. I went to visit his family, obviously because he's from Nantes. Yeah. And then uh, my brother stayed with him while I was in the academy staying. And there was 80, over 80 kids. For yeah. the trial, and they only kept two or three, two, I think, two or three, yeah, yeah two, two, two. Me and my the guy that was that became a roommate after, yeah, when we joined the academy. Yeah. But I guess, yes, it must have impressed when you went up there. They just just fancy and 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 signed you. You must have been delighted when 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 they said they wanted to keep you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, like uh, it was it was a surprise for me because. Um, it was like different type of exercise, like uh, it was like fast feet and it was like uh, speed and it was, you know, diff things that you do, you know, with your local team, but it's like nobody's teaching you the technique of it, nobody's, you know, showing you how to really do it because they never done it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, uh, it, it was like, oh, everything was big and great and, you know, it's like impressive. And I was doing all those things and I was like, this is the real deal. Like, you know, it's, it's not like, it's this big thing that is happening right now. <laughs> and uh, I play, I did, I remember doing um, all the exercise in the morning, all the speed exercise in the morning and fast feet and all this and all that. And they were timing it and writing down everything. And I was like, oh, I need to do well here, I need to do well. I wasn't really the fastest player, but I was like, all right, with the speed. And then, so I did all that morning. And then after we played games, and we were supposed to play two or three games. And I remember playing the first game. And then halfway through the second game, they took me off. And for the third game, they asked me to referee. I was like, why are you asking me for it? Like, you've seen enough of me, like, you know, that bad. You're like, you better, you better change your career. You better be a referee because you've got no chance of making it as a footballer. And I was like, <laughs> and then the guy kind of gave me a wink. He's like, I just, big man, just referee, it's fine. You know, so I was like, all right. And I went over to my brother. I was like, you just asked me to referee? And he just gave me like a, a wink. And he's like, oh, that means it's good. I was like, sure. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I was like, all right, cool. So then I, I did, uh, I refereed the last game. And then uh, after when I left, uh, after obviously we went, we finished the games and then we went into the showers and then we got changed and then we were leaving to go home. Yeah. So my brother was like, you know, all the coaches and the directors are sitting over there at the table, go and say bye to them and see what they say. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So I grabbed my bag, start walking towards them. 
and then I'm saying, right, that's me away, right? Thank you very much for this opportunity, bye bye. And then, and then one of the direct, the big director was like, Armin, come here. And mother was like, oh, uh, see if you, if I was to to tell you that uh, we'll we are interested in you and we we are, we want to sign you, would you be interested to come and play for us? And I was like. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, I try to act like cool, and I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I've got, I've got many options. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I mean, I like, I like the, you know, the, 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 the training ground and stuff like this. It's nice, it's nice. Yeah, it's not bad, it's not bad. And the guys are like, okay. Well, we will keep in touch, and you know, we we we'll let your dad know. But I say, yeah, no problem, no problem. Right, right, okay, that's me. All right, see you later. Like walking away, you like big, <laughs> big time. And then my brother's like, so what did he say? And I say, oh, so that. That's what he said and stuff. And he's like, all right, so that's good. And I said, yeah, it looks good. So I went on the train, got home. And it was like two hours away from yeah. from Paris. So I got on the train, go home, told my dad. And he was like, okay, right, fingers crossed. Hopefully you're going you're gonna to get a phone call and stuff like this. And literally two days later, get a phone call. And my dad is like, well done, son. That's you. You're going to the Football Academy. That's your chance of making it. Yeah. Of, first of all, get out of this neighborhood and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So. Wow. What was it like going, going did, you, did you live uh, up there yourself? Did you room with somebody up at, up at Nantes at that time? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, before I say anything, th those were the best years of my life. <laughs> 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 those were the best years of my life. <laughs> you know, it's like, if you, if you were picturing like, a big hotel, hotel with like a game room and you know like you got cook like people are cooking for you you've got like a, a basketball court you've got like a tennis court you've got like it was just it was just amazing you know yeah. and then you live two hours away from the parents you share a room with one of your teammates you go to school it was like they had the, the school for the academy but because um, I was one of the, the latest to join the academy, they didn't have any room for me in the school. So they sent me to a, a, a public school. So I was getting a bus every morning, go to the local school. And obviously, you know, you get out of the bus and people are like, oh, it plays for not, it plays for not. Oh. So you're like, you know, like you kind of try to fit in. It's yeah. a new environment, new everything, you try to fit in. And I'm, I'm like, 62, I'm 14 years old, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so people look at me like I'm some kind of monster, like <laughs> you know, like he's in third year or something. Like that. I look at him; <laughs> he's taller than the the, the 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 teachers and all that, you know. And I'm like, I try to fit in, and you know, but I'm I'm quite calm and reserved, and and obviously, if you don't know me, I won't say much to you. Yeah. And uh, but when I get comfortable and stuff like this, then I just you know speak and make yeah. jokes. You know, obviously, come like where I'm from, it's all about banter, banter, banter. So yeah, you know, so I was just like I got comfortable really quickly, and yeah. they made me feel comfortable. The people that I met in that school, so it was it was good. Uh, it was really really. And then I remember the first day when I went to the academy. First day of the academy. We got told who we were going to be in a room with and stuff like this. First, for the first two months, I was in a room with the goalkeeper, Michael. And uh, it was good. Like, uh, I didn't have a problem. It's just afterwards, we meet another striker. We got really close. So then we asked to change the room and got together. But um, 
the first day, I remember me jumping on my bed because after you know the parents were leaving after like they dropped us off and then they chatted with the coaches and stuff like this and then they left. And I was jumping on my bed like, yeah. <laughs> and then I turn around and I see some of the guys are grinning. They're like, ooh, Bobby. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You know, because at the time it was like, I'm from, I was from like a really rough place. Yeah. For me, it was like an achievement in itself just to get away from that place. Yeah. So, and I, I, you know, it's like, you don't understand that people have, like a better life and you know the conditions are better and all this and all that so it's hard for them to detach themselves from that comfort zone yeah. me it was like yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> so i'm jumping on the bed and i see all those guys crying and i'm like what's happening what's going on here oh come on man these are these are so soft and all this and all that and then but after two months i was struggling oh really i was struggling yeah was it intense I was struggling with everything, like, yeah. because I was, like, I wasn't really, how can I say this? I wasn't, like, I wasn't realizing, first of all, I, was, I was, wasn't realizing the opportunity I had. Like, yeah. I was just happy to get away from my area, to get yeah. away from, my, you know, the, the bad stuff and blah, blah. But I was just walking about with a big head and think, you know, I'm the big man and this and that. And I wasn't really working hard at football thinking, I'll, I'll play this weekend anyway and stuff like this. No kind of attitude. Yeah. And then when you see guys like, like working twice as hard and, you know, the guys that you think, I'll put it in my back pocket, you know, like there's, you've got no chance of playing and blah, blah, blah. And see those guys, because like, literally you walk outside and you see the park, like the football pitches and stuff like this. So you can you can train and you can stay afterwards and do extra. Yeah. I wasn't doing any of those things. Yeah. For the first two or three months. And I seen the guys that that weren't that good that I didn't think they were good, but obviously the coaches and the, the people the recruitment, you know, they saw something in them. Yeah. Uh were walking hard, like staying behind and do those things. And I was like, look at this guy. You know, <laughs> thinking you never gonna play, mate. I'm playing. <laughs> And then after two or three months, when they started playing, because they were doing the extra bit, and I wasn't, yeah. you know, you're like, shit. Ah, you're like, shit, this is, they actually, they actually get better and better, and yeah. you're just still the same player, yeah. you know? And then after six months, they said to me, mate, if you carry on like this, at the end of the season, you're gone. Yeah. And I was like, uh, nah, nah. There's no way I'm going back home. <laughs> so I worked my butt off, man, <laughs> for the other six months. And then I actually, I was actually the last one to play for the first, like the like under 15 first team, like yeah. because you had the A team and the B team. I was, I was always playing the B team. And so I was the last one in my, my age group to play because they all got made up for one or two games. It was the last one to get to get made up to the A team, and then eventually, obviously, like I said, I, I started working harder and harder and harder, and stayed behind after training and stuff like this, and it paid off. And I played with under seventeen, yeah. and I was the, the first one to play for the under seventeen for my age groups, which was a reward for me. Yeah. And then, you know, and after that, I stayed four years there. Like it was the best 
best experience of my life. Yeah. Um, uh, when you when the time came that you left uh, Nantes, were you were you disappointed to to leave at the time, Armand? And um, how did that how did that happen? Oh, hundred percent. I was disappointed because I was really really comfortable there. Yeah. Really really comfortable there, and um, I was. And it was a time when I started to train with the first team. Yeah. So you're training with the first team, and but in France it's different than here. Like here, you're like 18, you hit 18, and then they give you a professional contract. Yeah. In France, you can be 20 and still have like a. Oh really? Yeah, like it's like you get decent though, but you it won't be a professional contract. Yeah. So I was like, I was earning all right money, to be honest with you. Uh, I was still living in an academy, so I had no bills and nothing, so I was okay. Uh, but when you get to that age and you start training with the first team, you want to kind of, you want to kind of make sure that your position for the reserve is like preserved, you know. Yeah. But then you know that if you're constantly playing with for the reserve, you're eventually going to play for the first team. Yeah. So, but at that time. Uh, I had uh, one of the coaches come up to me, like, <laughs> he just said it, like, 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 straight to the point. He went, listen, big man, uh, the situation is, we like you. We want to, you know, if, if, if it was done to me, I'll, I'll, I'll sign you right now again. Like, because it was the end of my contract. Yeah. I had signed for three years. And then he came, he came to my 18th birthday. I had to renew my contract. And then he said, uh, so... Basically, there's five of us, of the three, you know, four, four or five of the coaches. It says we are divided. There's a two of the two of us wants you to stay, and two of us don't really care. Yeah. So they don't really, they're not really in your corner. And then he said, but the way it works here, you know how it works. If the striker for the reserve for the first team, the striker who's on the bench for the first team doesn't play, it comes, it, it comes done. He, yeah, on a Saturday, plays with the reserve on a Sunday. Yeah, obviously, he starts on a Sunday. But if you're on the bench, then the striker who was meant to be starting goes on the bench, and then you end up in the stand. And me, I was going to be the youngest striker in that squad. I was always going to be in the stand. Yeah, potentially. So I was like, ah, this is hard. And he says, it's up to you. If you want a challenge, then you stay here and fight for your position or you go somewhere else. And you know when you, you feel like, man, I've been fighting for four years. Like, yeah. like give me a chance. Come on now. Like, uh, you know, and then, you know, you're thinking a lot of your mates are living. You get to that age where it's like, kind of not make or break, but you're thinking a lot of my mates, like four or five of my mates have signed pro. Um Four or five got released, and then right here, I'm standing in front of you and telling me, you can stay if you want, but you can leave if you want. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take another different challenge, and hopefully I'm going to find a coach that's going to give me a break. So that's when I've decided to leave. Yeah. You moved over to the UK, of course. Did you have a trial at Man United? Is that right? Man City. A Man City? How, Man how did that go? Uh, I was that was surreal. <laughs> that was surreal because Kevin Keegan was the manager. Yeah. So I'm walking in, you know, in the changing room and I seen all those guys and I'm like, I seen you on TV yesterday, like last week. I was, you know, I mean, like, I saw you, like, 
all right, okay. Uh, and then I see like Sean Wright Phillips, it was there. Uh, I can't remember seeing Joy Barton, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. And I was like, it was surreal, like, it was crazy. You know, like, you're sitting there and you're like, looking at all those guys and you think, I can't believe that I was watching you. Like, yeah. not long ago, I was watching the TV. And then Marjo walks in and, I, and then you just, you know when you, you have that stupid smile on your face? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the man's talking to you and you're like, aha, aha. <laughs> <laughs> you start trying, you know, start trying, you're like, aha, aha. <laughs> and obviously my English was, my, my English was terrible. Yeah. I'm just saying, yes, 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 Aha, yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, but I was lucky because it was a, it was a French player in that squad. I can't remember his name. Right back. I can't remember his name. I can't remember. But yeah, so I spent two weeks there. Yeah. And uh, it was good. It was really good. And the coach, uh, Kevin Kigan said to me, you're good, but you're not ready for the Premier League. Yeah. And then that kind of... See, it's like, it wasn't really a surprise to me. Yeah. Because I knew at the time I was good, but I wasn't ready, like mentally ready. And I wasn't, I knew myself I wasn't ready for uh, the top league. The top league. Like, even in France, I wasn't ready for it. So, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be ready for the English league. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't a surprise. But I was, I was upset, you know, because I was thinking, just like in my head, I'm thinking, just sign me and play me for the reserve, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll stay here and you know, I get ready, I'll be ready eventually, <laughs> you know. But then uh, yeah, so now he, he basically turned around and said, listen, uh, we're gonna keep an eye on you, go like to a championship, first division and see uh, you know, if you if you can actually make it there, then yeah. that means you'll be ready for the Premier League and stuff like this. So I said, all right, cool. And then my agent says to me, I've got Cambridge United lined up for you. Yeah. So I was, I went to Cambridge and I was like fuming, obviously, because I hadn't signed. And uh, we went and played a game, scored a hat trick within 45 minutes, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, like, big man, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> because I played a trial, I played a trial for Man City and uh, it was um, against Palace, I think, Crystal Palace. And I played, like, uh, Sean Ray Phillips played for my team that day. And I wasn't really the best, to be honest with you. I wasn't, even myself, I wouldn't, I would have picked me. Yeah. You know that way when you're like, you know that you, you're hoping that nah, maybe he saw something, you know, but you're like, nah, you weren't the best, mate. You don't really, nah. So, yeah, I was like, nah, sorry. Forget it, just move on. So then, now yeah, Cambridge came and I did well. So yeah, what what um what brought you to the UK, Armin? Did was it your agent at the time said you fancy moving here? Did you not have a chance to stay in France at all? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. The thing is, like, I was um I've always loved um, the English football. Yeah, always loved the English football. So then, um, I went after that. I went to Bastia. I went to Bastia. That was. That was an experience. <laughs> because I don't know if you guys know, but 
people from Corsica, it's like, it's a, you know what it is, right? it's a little island. Yeah. Oh, South France. They've got their own rules. <laughs> it's like, they are, like, everybody's corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, if you're not from there, basically, if you don't know somebody that is from there that is important, yeah. you're not welcome. Yeah. Basically. So, yeah. So I was there and I was on trial with one of my good mates. Uh, and I remember we came across some, like, we kept, we were, after a training session, we went to town and we, we, we met a, a group of girls. There was two of us. We met a group of girls, chatting with them. And, and then a guy walked by. You see him, like, kind of give you that look, you know, like, you're like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> and the guy comes back and then he lifts his thing up. There's a gun there. I'm like, <laughs> okay. He's like, uh, get out of here. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I can't stay here, man. <laughs> I can't stay here. It's quite funny. We had um, I had Christian Nadi on a few months ago, and he uh, he said something like that. They went down to, he was at tour, and they went down to Bastia, and they said that it was it was the most frightening experience he's ever had oh. in his life. They came into the dressing room, they had they were they were armed and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're scary. I, I promise you, 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 it's something you need to you need to see it. Not to believe it, you're like, what is this? What country <laughs> we're in? Like, what is going on there? The guys are coming, and the thing is, the police could be there, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, it does not matter because the police they'd be like, oh, he's so and so son or cousins or whatever. They're like, the police be like, oh, okay, right, we'll take them to do it. You know, you're like, wow, this is so scary. I can't. And the thing is, my, my brother was there. My brother used to work in like what a holiday camp or whatever. Yeah. So I went to to see him, and uh, so he came and picked me up, and we went to his holiday camp. And on the way there, we got stopped by the police. Yeah. So the police stopped us, and then my brother says, "Oh, sorry, don't worry. Um, my, my the guy that owns the holiday camp says to me, if when I get stopped by the police, just said I work for so and so." Yeah. And then, so we're driving, the police stops us, and you, you can see them becoming dead aggressive. And, yeah. No, oh, get a window down, get a window down. So we put a window down. He said, oh, have you got IDs and stuff like this? Uh, what, are you, what are you doing here? Where do you work, blah, blah, blah. And my brother was like, oh, I work for so-and-so. And the guy, swear, the guy went, oh, hey, anyway, hey, guys, let him go, let him go. You work for so-and-so, let him go. Jesus. Like, jeez, who's this guy? He's like, you don't want to know. I was like, okay, so, and then we went. And then after that, I don't know if they took the Reggie or whatever, but yeah. there's no, not one cast off this after that. I was like, wow, this is, and, but the thing is, when I was in the academy, I had two pals. Uh, one of them is a, is a, one of them is, is a director now for the club, football director, and then the other one is still a player, or three actually, uh, Cavalli, Poggi and uh, what's the other one? Oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Anyway, so hey, 
those guys, they were from Corsica and they were telling the stories and stuff. And we were all like, ah, whatever, mate, whatever. That can't be true. That can't be true. And then obviously then I experienced that. I was like, I can't believe, like, I can't, I, I said, because I seen Luigi Poggi, I says, I can't believe that happened to me. And he says, but that, that's normal to us. Like, this is what we do. And I was like, I says, I'm sorry. I didn't believe you when we were telling me those stories, you know? Yeah. And, those guys were actually from like rich families, so they were they were not involved in those things, but people were doing stuff for them. Like you know, it's like oh, uh, here's a story, or so and so said something bad about you. Oh, but don't worry, we took care of it. You yeah. know, I was like, so they beat up a guy just because he said something bad about you. Is that like, oh, this is what we do? I was like, oh, leave me out of this one, mate. Leave right. me out of this one. Get me out of here. I left, I left my hometown for this, and I'm not going to, you know, nah, no thanks. I <laughs> think you made the right move. I think you made the right move. So, yeah, yeah, I, went to, I went to St. Etienne after that. Oh, did you? And that's a nice city. I love I've been there. That's class there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like that. St. Etienne was class. And uh, the, um, the team I was with, uh, I had played against them a few times, so I knew a few of the players. So I was really, really comfortable there. And I was about to sign. Yeah. I was about to sign for them when um, my agent phoned me. I remember it was like a Wednesday. Phoned me and said, oh, you've always said you wanted to play in England. Uh, I've got an opportunity, Man City. Yeah. That's when I went, ah, I like sent it in, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to England here. So that's, where, that's how you know, it, came, it came about like for Man City. So. Yeah. Wow, and uh, Cambridge. When, when you're when you're playing for Cambridge, Armand, was it was it great to start actually playing senior football uh, after so so many years? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. It was really good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, John uh, John Beck was the manager. John yeah. Beck. Uh, John Beck is old school. He's <laughs> like old school type of manager, you know, like like Lambe and stuff like you know, like yeah, old yeah, school. Yeah. You know. And, you don't want to. You don't want to go on his bad side. And obviously, me, and I was like I said, my English was not the best. But I had uh, Lionel Perez, yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah, he played for Newcastle, for Bordeaux. He played with Zidane and all this. Yeah. So he was there in the changing room with me. So he was translating for me. And being me at the time, I wasn't. The thing is, I, I wasn't comfortable enough to sit with the first team in the changing room with them yeah. because I was only eighteen. So I would sit in uh, the reserve changing room, even though I was starting with the first team. Okay. But I didn't feel comfortable enough. It's like a kind of respect type of thing, you know? I was like, I'm not going to come in and take somebody's space yeah. or spot because oh, you get on the bench, you shouldn't be here type of thing, you know? Like, I'm first team starting and all this move. <laughs> no, I, felt, I didn't feel comfortable. So yeah. I was sitting with the reserves and then... Uh, uh, John uh, John Beck was like proper in your face, like, and I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, because it's totally different from France. Yeah, like France it's all about tactics, and you know they tell you right, this is the tactic we're going to be playing, and I want I need you everybody to slide together, and I need you to do this, and I need you to like basically not waste time, but like keep the ball. Keep the ball, keep yeah. the ball, keep the ball. When you find your opportunity, then you break. Yeah. But then you come to Cambridge and it's like, channel, boom, get the long balls in. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> That's not football, <laughs> you know? And then 
when you know when the ball the, the ball is getting hit too hard and you know you're not gonna catch it, but you see people sprinting and trying to. I'm like you're wasting your energy, my man. And the coach is like screaming at me, "Ah, man, get down there!" I'm like, I'm not gonna get it, coach. Get down there! I'm like, oh my god. Okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So, but that was my first experience, like, and then. Then you get used to it, and then you start going, ah! <laughs> and even my brother, like my brother, came to one to, to film my game with Kevin. He's like, "You turn into an animal. What is going on? You playing football, man? You know, like you're like, you're like looking at people and be like, ah, you know, it's like, what is going on? I said, that's the English football word that does that to you. <laughs> so the English football does that to you, mate." Is that? But it's not like you. You're like chilled, smiling, and you know, happy. You walk into the pitch like, come on! So I know, I know, I know. But yeah, but yeah, I remember. I remember one day, John Beck. It was me and David. David Kitson. Yeah, you're a good player. Yeah, Dave was good, but Dave was like the type of player was good, but it didn't know it was good. Yeah. And it was good, and it didn't really care that it was good. Yeah. So it was playing, and it was like, you feel like it was nonchalant, you know, like, yeah. uh, I'm playing because I love playing, but I don't care where is that, that's going to take me type of thing, you know? And it was running like this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, it was one of my favorite players at Cambridge because he didn't know how good he was. And I love the fact that, because there was no arrogance about him. It was just playing. It was just playing because he loved playing. And uh, he, he used to dye his hair every five goals. Every five goals, did he? <laughs> every five goals, he just dyed his hair. <laughs> and uh, so I remember one day, <laughs> played a game. We lost that game. And John Bake walked into the changing room. And he said something. And Dave Keaton said something back. But it wasn't like cheeky or anything. It was like, well... I'm assuming because my English was not the best. <laughs> so, I'm like, ah, surely it's like a conversation. But John Big didn't, he wasn't having it. You were mental? He went mental. He grabbed the, the tray of sandwiches and threw it and he landed right there. And I was sitting next to Dave Kitson. It was Dave Kitson here and it was Lion Perez on this side. So he landed right there. And you know that way when you don't move. <laughs> Like, put your head down like and then Lionel was like see if you had touched me if you had done this to me I would have went mental I was like man you're 36 years old you played your career like you you know, you know what I mean you know I'm 18 yeah <laughs> you, can, you can stop my career right now <laughs> you know what I mean like you've, you, you've done it you've played for big clubs you've made yeah. a lot of money you, and he's like oh no I can't believe you didn't say nothing there I was like I'll shut myself. <laughs> like, who does this? <laughs> I mean, I was like, who does that? Who throw like a tray of sandwiches at a player? Like, what kind of coaches is this? You know, but that was that was John Bake. That was like his way of showing he was angry, frustrated, yeah. and stuff like this, you know. And obviously, like me being six five, he was expecting me to win headers. I'm not good in the air. Like, that was not my game, man. From Nantes, where we play on the feet, like. Yeah. And uh, he had me, I remember we played, uh, we played, I think it was, oh, 
York. No, Chester, somewhere. We played away. It was a long trip. Mm. Yeah. He had me because we went we went away the night before. We stayed in the hotel. It was a 7.45 kickoff. He had me after, just before lunch uh, on the football park by myself. I mean, just me as a player. And they, they, they did like a, a kind of a little warm down type of thing, you know, just to get loose and stuff like this. And then everybody went away. And then he kept the goalkeeper. He kept one player and me. And he had me working on headers for a good... 45 minutes. Wow. Just cross headers, cross headers, cross headers. You know, at the end, I, I mean, after 15 minutes, I'm like, I'm starting hitting the headers. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm, and then obviously I had no technique with my headers. I was not really, a, I had no technique. Yeah. And I would hit the ball, hit my eye. Hit my, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like a kid, like a baby. Like I was a kid, like, and I, I was annoyed. I was so angry. Like, because he had me there for 45 minutes. I was like, what do you want from me? Like, But that game, I scored an header. <laughs> I scored a header that game, you know? So then I scored a header and I'm like, like putting a hair and he's like, see, I told you, see, I told you. I was like, hey, great. And then, and then obviously then he kind of hit me that I need to be better with my head. Like, you know, yeah. like, you, I said to myself, you've always wanted to play in England. And that's how they play football here. Yeah. You're not in France anymore. So I was like, okay, I need to get, I need, really need to change my, and get better at it. Yeah. But that was not my game at all. How did you find the the, the defences that you came up against? Uh, was it was that a bit different from what you were used to as well? Oh yeah, really aggressive. Aye. Really aggressive. I remember, <laughs> I remember being in a, a corridor. Before the game, it's like one of my first few games. I'm standing there, feeling like happy about it, you know. Like I'm playing, you know, it's great. I'm playing great, and then I'm looking at the the numbers at the back, you know, to see who's the defender, who's. The, yeah. I see this guy, big tall guy, you know, number four, and I'm like, okay, so I'm playing against you. I'm like, okay, and then he turns around and looks at me, and he goes, the "Fuck, you looking at?" I'm like, huh? <laughs> And then, and then, like my, you know, my my kind of get old side came back. I'm like, well, not you, you fucking ugly bastards. <laughs> and then it's like, I start saying something like, ah, you ugly bastard. And that's the only thing I could say back then, ugly bastard, ugly bastard. <laughs> and then I was like. Uh, I I need to I need to do something like you know like <laughs> it was it, it and it annoyed me so much that he tried to get in my head before the game yeah and obviously I knew that I knew that's how you know but even back home like defender was staring at you and stuff like this and you're like you try to get in my head you're not getting in my head like come on like yeah it's not happening but then that kind of I got I got afraid I got panic there you know it was like. Shit, that's a man, you know. It's not like eighteen where we are under seventeen and you yeah. play against guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. The guys looking at you like, whatever, mate. Shut up, man. Come on, look at me. I'm like, I'm eighteen, but look at me. I could be your dad. Come on, man. You know. <laughs> and then, then you play against men. You are like that. That that guy's got muscles. Like <laughs> I haven't even developed yet. You know, <laughs> I'm eighteen years old. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, shit. Okay, this is gonna be tough. 
<laughs> and yeah, I got I got elbowed in the face and the nose and back of the head, everything tackled like everywhere. Yeah. I was it was hard, like I'm not gonna lie, it was hard the first few months, yeah. you know. Like transition between French football and English football, it was hard. Yeah. But then when you get a hang of it, you know, you you know what to expect and you know, kinda I remember one time I went it was against Brighton. We were losing four three and I got um, an opportunity in the box. So I get the ball. So I I kind of faked it, go left, and I went right. Yeah. And when I went, the defender caught me. And he caught me right, but he caught, he didn't catch me enough for me to fall. But me in my mind, I'm thinking I'm in France. And I go, ah! Oh! <laughs> and then the referee goes, play on. You know when he's sitting there on the floor and you're thinking, I'm gonna have to face John Beck in a minute. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I should have stayed up, <laughs> you know. And then, and then, obviously, that kind of, kind of, you know, it's like learning experience. Then you know that in England it's gonna be tough. Like they don't, they, you, if you don't see blood, the referee doesn't blow the whistle. Yeah. So stay on your feet. Yeah. You know, do what you can to stay on your feet and go to the end, like, score a goal, and even if it blows away, so still shoot, you know, yeah. stuff like this, and and it was a learning experience, obviously. It was a learning experience, but, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a tough season for the, the club that season. They were relegated, weren't they, for the, from the league? Is that how, is that, that reason you sort of left, Armand? No. No, it wasn't the reason why I left. I left. That's not really a, that was, I'm not... <sighs> I don't think I've, I've, I must have said that once or twice before, but I don't really talk about it. Um, me, basically, John Beck left in December. Yeah. And then John Taylor, aka Shaggy, <laughs> took over. <laughs> and but Shaggy was a. He was like the assistant, the, he was like, uh, no, the coach for the reserve. Yeah. But he was a player also. Yeah. So me and Dave Kitson playing, and you had Young, Andy, Andy Young, Andrew, Andrew Young. He was playing also, but sometimes he was on the bench. So that means John Taylor was either on the bench or he wasn't playing. Yeah. And that kind of, and he was like, John Taylor was like 37 or something at the time. And he wasn't happy about the fact that, you know, he wasn't playing. Yeah. And uh, when he took over, he basically said to me, oh, I've been coaching the, the reserves and stuff. And, you know, I've got Danny and I've got Alex Revel and, like all those players are better than you, and blah blah blah. And I don't know why they're not playing like regular, like regular foot, like first team football, and blah. Um, me being me, I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> what are you telling me this? Like, yeah. and obviously, and then he goes, "I've been now in charge, so they'll get a game." And I was like, "Ah, right, we we'll see." Well, and at the time, I was like, 
because I had spent like six months and I was playing and I was, I got like the hang of it. So I was like, I bring on, bring on the competition. I don't really care. Like, yeah. I see what they can do and blah, blah, blah. So then he took over and then he took Daniel something, something. Weatherington, I can't remember his name. Daniel. It's a long name. And uh, but I know it's the first time Daniel. He took Daniel, Danny and then played him instead of me. Danny scored two goals. <laughs> so you're like, well done, mate. I mean, well done. You know what I mean? Like, what can I say? You, you took your opportunity. I mean, you had an opportunity. You took it. Well done. To score two. So then you're thinking the next game you're not going to start either. Like, you know, you don't change, you know, a team, a winning team. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, yeah, fine. Like, if that's what it's going to take, then... I'm not really bothered. This is guys. Daniel was the same age as me. Yeah. Do you know I mean? So I wasn't really afraid, or I wasn't really no. I was like, this is competition. Yeah. He wants to play as much, and he's he's he's, he's um. How can I say this? He's he's he should get an opportunity as much as uh, you. Myself. So yeah, I don't have a problem with that. So me and Shaggy. We got like kind of into an argument back and forward, back and forward, you know. So then the following season, like, it be, and then obviously that's when it started playing me less and less and less. But then, then you hear that Arsenal came and they like, offered something for me or whatever, you know. Wow. And I'm like, you're like, I'm like, I must be doing some well, you know. I must be doing something. And uh, but it was still trying to. He got into my head because he's the one making decisions. So he got into my head and I'm not going to, I was 18 years old. I'm not going to sit here and blame it on him, like just on him. But I was 18 years old. I didn't have really the mental support at the time. I was like a hothead. When I was getting put in situations, I was normally chilled. But when I was getting put to when I was getting put into a situation, my kind of ghetto side would take over. Yeah. And I would just flip. Yeah. So which which is what happened uh, one day when I went into his office and I was talking to him and he kind of made fun fun of what I was saying. Wow. You know, by the the little smock and <laughs> yeah. And I just flipped and I just just his office, his desk, and all this, and blah blah, blah. And I just went home. I went back to France for a few days. Wow. So that's where it's come from. And then the next season, I came back and I said, I don't want to play for you. Yeah. And then it was like, but nobody wants you. And I was like, just put my name out there and we see. Yeah. And then Northampton came and they were a division above. So Northampton came for us, for me. And I went there. And I was doing all right. I was not going to lie. I was really, like, I was playing with Gabbiadini. Yeah. Uh, I was doing all right. Like, I was enjoying my time. The only dumb thing, dumb, dumb side of it was that I was staying in the hotel and it was it was hard because yeah. really, there's so much you can play PlayStation, you know. <laughs> 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 I mean, I like FIFA. I mean, at the time I was PES. 
Yeah. But I, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you know, after the way you like. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so it was that was the only hard thing. But then, uh, apart from that, I really enjoyed my experience there. And then, my loan's finished. Northampton asking me to stay. Yeah. I'm going back to Cambridge. And then, John Taylor's like, he's trying to, he's trying to play me by the feelings, you know, like saying, we're struggling here. Yeah. We may need you, blah, blah, blah. And me, like I said, I'm usually a chill guy when, you know, you don't annoy me or anything. I'm yeah. chilled, you know, and I've, I, I feel bad. So I was like, hey, send me, I'll, I'll stay. I was the biggest mistake. Oh. I stayed and he put me with the under 18 or under 19 or, under, or the reserve or whatever. That's and I was just like, are you sh- You've been serious here. Yeah. I was playing with the first team and the division above. Yeah. And then now I'm coming back here and you put me with the reserve. Like, like that guy was, he was trying to, you know, I don't know if I can swear, but yeah. he was trying to fuck my head. Like, yeah. I was like, you, 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 you got me. Like, you got me. Like, right now, you, like, nah, he, he did his thing. Like, well done, mate. Well done. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, uh, and then I just, like I said, I was young, stupid. I just flipped, man. I was just, I was, I wasn't turning up a training. I was just, I, I think I even went home early, like, at the end of the season. I just went, fuck this, I'm away, man. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's when my head went. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I'm from that. A family, like, I don't want to act like, oh, you know, I made myself and blah, blah, blah. But kind of. I've got three big brothers and big sister. I'm the youngest. And they had no time for me. Like, they were busy doing their own thing. And, like, I don't want to act like, I don't know. I don't even know if I should say this. Yeah, yeah, come out once. No, I mean, it's like, it's like the, they didn't have time for me, basically. Yeah. And the only time I saw them was they did something for me. Yeah. You know, so I didn't feel the support. I didn't feel like I was, I had somebody behind me telling me what I should do and what I shouldn't do. And, yeah. you know, uh, like, like, do you know what I mean? Like the guidance, I didn't have that. Yeah. <clears throat> I had a few friends like uh, Tony Turbeville that was like behind me trying to, Encouraged me, and Tony was like John Beck's John Beck's pal. Yeah. So and he was trying to you know kind of guide me and stuff like this, but you know when you've got like a grown man telling you stuff and you're 18, 19 years old, you know you turn around to them and say you're not my dad type of thing, you know. But I would I'd never said this to Tony because I respected him so much, but this yeah. is what I was thinking in my head, you know, like leave me alone, you're not my dad, even yeah. though you know he's right, you know. So, yeah, that's the kind of mentality I was, like, the mindset that I had back then when um, John Taylor put me in that kind of situation. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do me. Because you're in a different country as well, you know what I mean, Armand? So it's a bit alien and you're just a young guy, you know what I mean? It would be tough back then. Oh, it was really tough. Um, Mentally, it was really tough. And 
it was it was you know one of those moments when you feel like you wish you had somebody to turn around and talk to you and stuff like yeah. this and then you kind of resent all your your friends and family members yeah because if you don't tell them they won't know they, they you know they this phone you and you're like yeah what's happening <laughs> but they don't know that deep down you're suffering you know what i mean Aye. and it's not something that it's not the way kind of today today would have been different yeah today would have been different i wouldn't today if i'm feeling down or anything i don't mind telling but back then it wasn't how we were made up like yeah. it wasn't you know it wasn't you know like just sharp and going with it. yeah you know back then it was that kind of mentality so when people were asking me i was like everything's fine like don't worry about me it's fine it's fine it's fine but you could see the struggle like you know my, my smile was like forced yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, okay <laughs> i mean it's good that we're laughing now um, yeah. I mean, i'm like miles away from this place now so i'm married with three kids and yeah. my son just turned 18 there so wow you're me incredible so oh. you, you had a couple of the wee short spells didn't you the likes of Wrexham and Tamworth and then the move to Thistle you came up to Scotland how did that come about well I was um, <laughs> I was uh, in France I was actually <laughs> it was funny because I was actually playing like in France every Sunday uh well, I, I give you the environment. Saturday afternoon, we well, we usually go like that's why I used to go on holiday and see my friends. Like Saturday afternoon, we usually go to one of my friends. We, you know, like whatever, play games or but while we're playing, we drinking and stuff like this, and then we get ready for the night out. Yeah. And then the clubs in France they close at seven, eight in the morning. Yeah. So it's a long sesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> long <laughs> sesh. So then you finish that. Then on a Sunday at one o'clock, every Sunday, 1 p.m., we organize a football game. Wow, after the session? Yes, every <laughs> Sunday. So we turn up with sunglasses, you know, like, you know, like, Right, you know that every Sunday. But, but the thing is, we turn up at one, but we may kick we may kick off at two Aye. because some of the guys need you know an, an extra half an hour rest. You know, can you imagine. And, then, and after after the, the game, we have a little barbecue, and then some beers. Right, so that usually starts in April, May. Yeah. Until September, October, and then if it gets too dark and oh, not too dark, but it gets like too cold or whatever, Aye. and we kind of stop the barbecue. And but yeah, so all year round, one o'clock, one o'clock, one o'clock. Yeah. Well, I remember it was that game. So I'm standing there, roast as anything, and playing with the boys and blah blah. And then the end of the game, sitting there having a beer, my phone goes, <laughs> and I'm like, hello. He's like, oh, this is so and so. I'm so and so's agent. I'm like, oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like yeah. So um, uh, I got told that you're looking for the team, and I think I've got a team in Scotland. In my mind, the only team that I knew in Scotland was Celtic and Rangers and Hibs. <laughs> I, I should have known Aberdeen. I should have, but I didn't know Aberdeen. And Hibs, it was only because Frank Sozi, I think. 
Yeah, Frank Sosa, yeah. Yeah. And obviously Celtic Rangers because they played in Champions League and blah, blah, blah. So they played against Lyon, they played against... And then I was like, all right, all right, uh, what is it? In Glasgow, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. It's Celtic, I bet it's Celtic. Oh, maybe Rangers, I don't know, they're both in Glasgow, it's all right. <laughs> I didn't know there was another one. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool, 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 right, where do you need me? He's like, right, get on the flight. We got a game on Wednesday, get on the flight, blah, 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 blah. I missed the flight. Wow, did you? On a on a Wednesday, I missed the flight. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna sign for Celtic or Rangers because I missed the flight. <laughs> and then he goes, oh right, okay. Right, I, I send you another one. I send you another uh, flight ticket. Oh, right. get on the flight this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get on the flight, and then I get to the airport. Then I get on the train to Glasgow. And then I think I got to Edinburgh. And I went to Glasgow. And then I was meant to meet somebody at the yeah. station. And it was Johnny Vanis. You know, played my, my teammate, the Partick. Johnny was, was still my best mate. He was my best man at my wedding. He wow. was still tight. So we get there. I mean, I get there and I see him and I'm like, is that, is that you, Johnny? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. So he takes me to his flat. He's like, you staying with me? Because he's a roommate, uh, Madachi, Italian guy. He was Australian, Italian, whatever. Yeah. He was away, I think, playing, I don't know if he was playing the Olympic Games or something. Or yeah. Some, some big, he was gone anyway. So I'm like, okay, I'm staying with you. So I go into the West End in Glasgow, this big fancy flat. I'm like, wow, this, I mean, they, they treat you, they're treating you well here. <laughs> I'm already picturing, you know, I'm going to get one of those flats as well if I sign, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is this. Is, this, is, this is. Then I go, so, would you, would you play for it? Because I didn't, I didn't ask the agent because I was yeah. just excited. I was like, yeah, oh, great. It's in Glasgow, great. Uh, I didn't know nothing about Glasgow. So I was like, so, would you play for Celtic Rangers? It's like, what? <laughs> Partick? <laughs> Who? It's like, Partick? Partick? They saw like, who's this? Is that how you got Celtic or Rangers and you go Partick? It's like, never heard of it. I was like, oh, we, we got promoted last year and then we just we just got demoted this year and uh, blah, blah, blah. It's telling me all about it and I'm like, you see my face going, <laughs> all right. Oh, well, I mean, you guys were in the SPA last year, so surely, you know, you've got decent budget and still, you know, diff, diff, like, it would be good, it would be all right, it would be all right. I hadn't even signed at the time. I wasn't even, like, oh, an official player. I was just yeah. like, and then we go to the training station and then I get told uh, tomorrow, I think it was, it was the, I got there on a Thursday. And they said, Saturday, you're playing Fulham, friendly. I'm like, Fulham? I'm thinking, last week I was babying. <laughs> 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 I was babying last week. I was like, I'm a fucking skull. <laughs> and then you tell me, like, I'm not fat. Like, 
oh man, I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But then, so I then, but going back to the first time, like I walk into the change room, I'm sitting in the change room, and then I'm start, I'm sitting next to Johnny, and then it's Manny Penta, and then we're chatting, and I'm like to Johnny, what language do you speak here? And he says, it's English. I was like, no, it's not. It's not. He's like, yeah, it's English. I says, I was in Cambridge. He's <laughs> like, ah, you guys are well spoken and all this. And I says, but that's not English. He's like, man, I'm telling you, that's English. I was like, all right. And then Andy Gibson walks in. Give me, give me. All right, mate. How's it going? I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, all right, mate. How's it going? <laughs> what did he say? He says, he asked you how you are, you all right? How's it going? I said, like, no, he didn't say that. He did not say that. He said, like, I promise you, that's what he said. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to struggle here. I'm going to struggle. And then obviously, um, Adam striking. Yeah. Right, repeat after me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, oh, you draw me, draw my. <laughs> Go and take your face for a shite, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yeah. It says, right, say that to the manager and say this and say that. I'm like, is, that, is it bad? No, no, it's not bad. All right, then. And then I go and see Derek White and say that to him. And, um, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Derek and... Jerry Britton was there, wasn't it? Uh, Jerry Britton, yeah. And I'm saying this. He's like, who told you to say this? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Adam, <laughs> he's like, don't say that. Like, oh, okay. But I, so that's how it came about. But then we played Fulham and uh, I scored. Oh. I scored. It was Fleming. Fleming, uh, for some reason, I don't even know how it happened. But then, you know, it's like, I remember clearly the goal because it was like, I see Fleming going down the, the left wing and I'm like, taking my defender at the back post, and then I see him like looking, and it was, I think it was Alan Goma. Yeah. Like, big man, you know, big French guy, you know? And another one, Fabianski, it was a midfielder. I've got yeah. a picture of that somewhere. Anyway, so I'm taking the defender back post, and I see him looking at me, then he takes a step back, and I make a, a run from post, and then Fleming just dropped the ball in the front post and I just hit it with the outside of my foot and it goes in. And I'm like, feel delighted and stuff. And then we won 2-1 that game. And then I got told, you're playing on Wednesday against Kimanok again. And I played Kimanok, we drew one each and I scored. So they said, all right, I would like to sign you and stuff like this. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll sign for you. Even though I didn't know anything about you a minute ago, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but party was cool though. I enjoyed my time in party. Yeah. I was really, my first experience in Scotland, uh, it was really good. Uh, and uh, in Glasgow as well, did you enjoy uh, going out in Glasgow and things like that as well, Armand? Yeah. I seriously didn't know anything about Glasgow and I was surprised. Uh, Glasgow was cool, man. I like, I like, I'm still here. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Glasgow, I love, I love Glasgow. Yeah, and you and the thing, I think what helped as well is the people. Yeah, the Scottish people are different. Like, I'm, I don't want to start. Yeah, you're the best, baby. You're the best. <laughs> I don't want to start the whole English and Scotland and all this, yeah, but 
but I I feel more at home yeah. in Scotland than England to be honest with you. Yeah. Like it made me feel so welcome here. Yeah. And you mentioned some of the guys at Thistle at the time. I mean there's some great big characters there. Uh Andy McLaren, Jimmy Gibson, Stevie Fulton and all that. That means yeah. the, there must have been some dressing room to be in. Yeah. Andy McLaren was he was <laughs> he was a man. It was it was <laughs> you you had to know the guy. Yeah, but we had. I spoke to. We had Eric Pedersen. They played with him at Dundee United, and he said he couldn't understand a word he was saying, and he had to tell uh, me to slow down and all that because he was just on another level. I, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. I was in the same seat. I was in the same shoes, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, who was it? Um, a captain. Um, What's his name again? I forgot his name. Is it Alan Archambault there at the time? Would that be him? No, no. Uh, Captain. Uh, oh man, he was. I think he was a hips coaching. Yeah, I think who that could be. Oh man, forget. Grant. Grant. Is that Grant? Oh, no, Grant Murray. Grant Murray, yeah, Grant Murray, yeah. Grant Murray, aye. Aye, Grant Murray. He was like, uh, he was, a, and then he went to Riff Rovers. Yeah. Yeah, Grant Murray. He was, you know, it was like one of those hard guys that you didn't think he was hard. Yeah. It was really, really hard. Like, it was, it was a tough, tough, like, even in training, it was a tough defender. Like, yeah. I was... It's one of the defender. One of the defender that impressed me the most at that level. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't. You know when I mean you see him and he's it's not tall and he's he's not the biggest and stuff yeah. like this. But it was good. He had football knowledge and uh, it was really really good to have him like, as a coach, as a as a captain. Sorry, because he was like I don't know. There was something about him that was different from every other defenders like. Uh, I came across, and that's why I really, really respected him. Like when he was a uh, when he was my captain there, uh, Partick. Would you have played was Dick Campbell there when you were there, Armand? Aye, Dick Campbell came for a little spell, yes. Uh, oh, Dick Campbell. Like. Aye, it's alright. It's alright, <laughs> but I think uh, um, Paul Lombe was the best one. Yeah, Lombe was like. Is it Paul? Is it? No. John Lambie. No, no. Lambie. What's that yeah. from his first name? Is it Paul? John. Come on. John, 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 John. John Lambie. Sorry, I said Paul. John Lambie was uh, uh, the best one because I think I sh it's like I, I just got used to John Beck. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then Lambie came about and I was like, that's the kind of manager that I had in Cambridge. Yeah. So, and with him is what you see, what you see is what you get. Oh, yeah. There's no bullshit. There's no, oh, uh, let me, you know, like, shock you the right way. So then, yeah. you know, you feel better about yourself and all that. And nah, nah, that. You're shite, you're shite. You're good. <laughs> you're good. End of story. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want me to tell you you're shite, then play well. Do you know what I mean? And that's the thing that, that you can't. 
That's my wife said. That's what she said. She told me every day. How was that? <laughs> my wife said that's the things your wife tells you every day. <laughs> but the thing is, like, back back in the back when I was playing, that was normal to say this to a player. Today, you can't say this to player. Like, you feel like players are. I think play, like today the players are. They've taken that thing to another level. Yeah. Like, they think they are bigger than the coaches and the direct went, board. And yeah, it's went too far. Stuff like this, you know? It's went too far. Yeah. Like, the guys are... I mean, I don't have Twitter and I've got Facebook and Instagram. I don't have Twitter because I don't... For me, Twitter is like... I don't know. It's like, if you're famous and you're following other famous people, yeah. like, it's for me, I, I don't like it anyway. Yeah. So... If you're on, on um, social media doing all these, taking videos and doing blah, 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 blah. So you, you, are, you are asking for people to judge you all the time. Yeah. You're asking for people's opinion. Yeah. But not everybody's opinion is going to go your way. Yeah. So then when somebody says to you, 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 we don't like you, you're shape, blah, blah, blah. Don't take offense there. Do you know what I mean? Like, so those people, I, I don't, I don't understand the whole, you know, people want to, they, they like the fame, but they don't like what comes with it. Yeah. You need to take the rough with the smooth, don't you? Exactly. Exactly. And then all those players that, you know, say, uh, um, the manager says this about me, so I'm not going to be, I'm not going to play 100%. The changer is, he lost the changer room. He's the, yeah. You get paid millions. Come on. Exactly. Don't hit that part, you, you lost the change room. No, no, don't, don't, don't do this. There's people that are coming, but well, obviously now you can't do this. But there's people that was paying for to come to the stadium. You know, yeah. some people did. Some people have don't have that much money, but they save money to come and see you play. And you're gonna say to me because you pissed off what the manager said to you, you're not gonna perform on the weekend. Yeah, really? Come on, man. Oh, yeah, anyway, that's my rent over. <laughs> no, 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 you're quite, you're spot on there, Armin, you're spot on. Um, yeah. I was going to talk about um, when you went to, went to Cowden Beef. Um, you had a great time there at Cowden Beef, of course. Yeah. Uh, Big Mixu, Pat Alain, was he the manager there at the time? Yes, yes, Mixu. I'd met Mixu, obviously I played against Mixu um, when I was at Partick. Yeah. And... Uh, after party, I went to St. Mirren yeah. on trial. And Mixu was there. It was um, Mixu was there during the preseason with us as well. And Ali McCoyce was there as well. Oh, was he? Uh, Ali McCoyce was there. Oh, he's funny. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> 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 <It's> funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh seriously, he's got stories after stories after stories. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like yeah, a fountain of knowledge and stories, man. It's crazy. But I, so he was there, so I was, I was. That made it easier, like, cause yeah. I mean, Gus McPherson at the time, he made us work, like, yeah. Uh, I remember after one session, I think I, I spewed. Did you? Wow. No, I think I was, I was, yeah, I spewed after one session. He made us work, like proper work. Uh -huh. So I met Mixu then. And then after that, I went to Greece. Yeah. Wow. I'd done machine splint. But at Greece, it was like a funny, funny, um, funny thing that happened there. 
Like I'm going over there, right? And before I got injured, I was fit, no problem. Played a game. I think I scored two goals. Maybe three. Scored two. And uh, after the game, they said to me, oh, well done, you did well, blah, blah, blah. And to be honest, the opposition was not the best. Yeah. Like, so I wasn't really like pure, you know, like big it up myself or whatever. But I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. I'm thinking, surely that's not going to be the league. Like, because yeah. uh, I don't expect like a lot here. And uh, it was in Rhodes. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, yeah, I did well. And then uh, the, the chairman says to me, yeah, come to my office. So I go to his office and my agent was expected to come that day and he didn't. So he sat a piece of paper in front of me in Greek. And he's like, oh, just sign this paper. It's just for registration to say that you're allowed to play games and friendlies. And, all. and I'm like... <laughs> So why is I say like there's a euros and there's a number here? <laughs> and he's like, oh, don't worry about this. I says, yeah, yeah, I am worried about this. What is this? No, no, just sign the paper. I said, I'm not signing anything. Just sign the paper. I says, and then I says, like, first of all, that number is not what we agreed. First of all. <laughs> so before I came here, my agent told me it was that much, and that's not the number here. So if it's a contract. Then we change the number. And he's like, no, no, it's not a contract. Just sign the paper, just sign the paper. And I just handed it to him. I said, I'm not saying anything. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I like you. I was like, yeah, whatever, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you, do you really need your agent? Do you try to try to play me like, you. Yeah. Leave your, you took me into it, like, leave your agent. You don't need him. And I'm like, listen, pal, I'm not signing anything. And then I said, change this into, Either English yeah. or French. But I'm not signing a paper in Greek or whatever I don't understand. No, I'm not signing it. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. And I mean, it's a good thing because I, I got injured a few days after that. So I was like, I, personally, I don't, I don't really, like, I, like, I got offered off, like, I got offered contracts to play when I left Stranraer and stuff like this, and because I was like, I had a little injury, I was like, I'm not taking your money to go and stay in Fisa's room every day. I'm not doing this. Like, keep your money, go and sign somebody else. Yeah. So I was kind of annoyed at the fact that I got injured, but I was happy at the same time because I didn't want to be that guy that looks like he's just here taking money when he's not yeah. playing. I don't like this. Yeah. So then I came back. So I was out for 10 months. And then obviously, because I was in Coatbridge, I went to see Albion Rovers, and I was like, uh, is there any chance I can train with you guys? And I said, yeah, of course. And I had, I had just started going back to the gym because yeah. I was on the bike, because I couldn't run, because every time I was putting pressure on my shin, it was really sore. Yeah. So I had to rest for a long time. And I was out for 10 months because the other one started, my other shin started uh, hurting me, so I was out longer than I was supposed to. But anyway, so I was on the bike on the bike and then when I was able to start running I, I asked them to to train with them so then I did the training session with them and then they asked me if I wanted to play a game and I said yeah okay as a trialist okay played steady and I did all right and then Mixu found out I was playing so he phoned me 
and he said, oh, where are you? And I says, I'm just on my way home after the game. He's like, hey, I'm coming to see you. So he came to see me and I was like, what's happening? And he's like, I'm coaching Academy if I wanted to come, blah, blah, blah. We're sitting third right now, but I think we've got a chance of getting promoted. No, it's like, say no more. Like, I know you, you know me. Yeah. It's fine. Like, let's do it. And it was like, obviously, it was like a, it was like a slap for Albion Rovers because they kind of put me back in the scene, yeah. you know? So they were probably expecting me to sign for them. Yeah. See, to be honest, if Cardin Beef hadn't come, I would have probably signed for the, the rest of the season, to the end of the season, probably. But uh, yeah, it's okay. Because Mixu and we had uh, this type of like relationship, we knew each other from before, so... I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah um, I'll do it. You know, I'll sign for you. Yeah. So then we are signed for him and we won the league. Yeah, so, you won the league. Yeah, you scored the second goal in that, that uh, against Elgin to win 2-1, two, yeah, two didn't you? And then you won the league. Yeah. It must have been a, a good party after that after that game. Yeah, yeah I don't remember much of it. But yeah. <laughs> 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 that was great. It was great because um, obviously Staney were at the top of the league. <laughs> And uh, the helicopter story, the helicopter, helicopter was going to Staney and then... Yeah. So, yeah, it was a great story. Obviously, it's like, now you're and uh, kind of made it his, like the, in the history of the club. Yeah, uh, they don't win many leagues. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you're part of, the, in that part of the team that made history, that made, you know, something. So I'm, that was a great achievement, great achievement. And especially doing it with, you know, the, the player that we had and the manager that we had, you know, it's like great memories and great people. So that was good. Yeah. But then you, you left and joined Wraith Rovers for, for for a season as well. Did you enjoy your time there? Ah, uh, first, yes. With uh, Craig Levine. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. But then when... What's his name? It's John McGlynn, I think, took over, didn't he? John McGlynn. I'm not going to say no to about him because <laughs> he's my cousin's, my cousin's favourite coach. Oh, really, is he? Ah, he's got this type of... They've got this... They really... Uh, he oh, loves him. My cousin loves him. I don't. Yeah. He loves him because he's the type of coach that likes players that can run... Ah, right, yeah. Every day, every day. And that's not my game. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, I'm not saying he likes, like, headless chicken, but um, that's not what I'm saying, but... Yeah. He likes players that are fat. <laughs> and beyond fat. Yeah. You know, and that's not me. I'm not... I'm fat. I'm giving you 90 minutes, and that's about it. Like, 90 minutes with a push. Yeah. <laughs> and my cousin can play 90 minutes, then... Another 90 minutes, that's Aye. great. I'm happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not my game, so. Was uh, was big, was Marvin Andrews there at the time? Was he? Was he yes, how, Big Marv. How did you explain yeah. to him? He's some guy, isn't he? Oh, Big Marv is, is, is great, Marv. <laughs> Marv is always smiling, always yeah. happy. The guy had no, no knee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, don't worry about a thing. 
Like, it's all the same. Like, his music is blasting with Jamaican music, and you know, it's, it's car, sorry. His car's blasting with Jamaican music. It's like, you know, like, happy. Like, Marvin is just on another level. Like, <laughs> like God, yeah, God will help me, you know. <laughs> but Marvin, you know, it's definitely it's energy. Yeah. His whole energy just kinda lifts you up, you know, is is yeah. a great guy, great guy to be around, man. It's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and then you left, you went to uh, Finland for a big big mix it was at uh, TBS Turku. Yes. Uh, a bit left field for you going over there. Yeah, it was it was different, but it was a top league. Yeah, and um, it was it was a good experience because they are really professional over there. Yeah, really professional, and it kind of took me back to the mindset that I had in France. Yeah, with the healthy eating and like in Scotland, like. And it's not to talk and talk shit about the way like now they're doing it. Like now people like you see the players are more like more healthy than they were before. Yeah. In Scotland back then. Road sausage and all that sort my of routine. Yeah, like my routine and it's it, and by, it's by watching the guys and you know I'm like, oh so it's all right to do this here. Yeah. You know? Like after the game I used to go to sport cafe. On yeah. uh, uh, Sokyo Street. Yeah. Yeah, Sport I've been there. I used to go there. I order like a platter of chicken wings and some beers. And that was my dinner every Saturday. Every home game Saturday, that was my dinner. You know, and then you had like Johnny was eating pasta and, you know, and he's like looking at me like, <laughs> because Johnny doesn't drink, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't do anything. So it's like proper, like still keeping the French mentality. And yeah. to be honest, he showed in his body. His body was like, like yeah. chisel, you know. Yeah. And me, I was like the, the guy that was like always enjoying a, a scrub and always like. But then it would say to me, "You had too much to drink, or you had too much to eat." Like we go to the gym tomorrow, you know. I'm <laughs> like. Oh. Why are you doing this to me? It's like, I'm not doing it. It's for you I'm doing this. Like, you need to keep your body in shape. You need to do it. I was like, if, I, if it wasn't for him, I would have ended up, ended up fat a long time ago. Like, <laughs> I was already a big guy, but I would have been fat a like, long time ago if it wasn't for him telling me, stop this and stop that and do this and do that. Because I was enjoying the Scottish life, man. I was like, man. Yeah, they, they, they eat this and they eat that, and after the after the club, they go and they eat like a big kebab with all the sauce. <laughs> <and all> this. <laughs> like, who doesn't like this? I mean, if you don't like this, it's weird, you know. <laughs> so, no, I, I love that. I love that kind of. But obviously, now it shows on my body. Now I'm like, <laughs> this is too much. You get a great big man. Come on. <laughs> You came back, two years there, then you came back and joined Livingston. Um, yeah. You were there for a wee bit. Um, how, was your, how was your time there? I was good. It was good until I uh, hit the fan, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, it was good. Uh, obviously, I was playing with Griffiths. I was yeah, how good was he? Uh, I was playing with uh, Andy Halliday. Yeah, I was going to ask. He was there, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. I was playing with the Jacobs brothers. 
Yeah, South African boys. Uh-huh. I was playing with them. So I was good. I was literally a good bunch of young boys. Yeah. Like, really good. There's Roddy, Roddy McKenzie, the goalkeeper. McKenzie, the goalie, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was seriously, like, there was like a prom- prom- promising, promising, like, group of young boys. Yeah. And uh, it's like you, I was watching them, like, they were playing along, like, beside me, and I was watching, I was thinking, those boys can actually do something in their career. Like, they, those boys are better than most adults. Yeah. You know? And they've got that little special, something special, you know? Yeah. And, uh, well, they've shown in their career, like, obviously, Mary Davidson was a bit injured here and there. Uh, and the holiday, yeah, the you look at CV had a good career. Yeah. And then Sparky League, the is he's doing well for himself. Though he's done, I understand why he's not starting more, but that's yeah, that's there's something going on there I don't know about. So <clears throat> there's always something going on we don't know about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every club, you know. Exactly. Yeah, they we're, looking, we're looking in from outside and we're thinking, why is that guy not playing? Why is this? Why is this not happening? But we don't know what's happening behind closed doors, you know. Behind the scenes. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? And then and you left there. You had a wee spell at Gateshead, and then you went to Stranraer. Um, you've, you've been, you obviously you played for him in two two separate spells. What was, what was it like at Stranraer? Stranraer, I mean. Stranraer was amazing. Stranraer was amazing because it's probably. Probably one of, the, one of the not smallest club I played for, but in the sense of it's a family club. Yeah. And everybody's like, it's like you feel the support from the whole town. Like you feel the support from everybody from Shura. And I just loved that. Like it was, it was great. Like atmosphere over there was great. And they made me feel. <clears throat> So well, like, so good over there. Yeah. I really enjoyed my time there. I remember playing against Genoa before I signed for them. Yeah. And uh, there was a, a guy in the stand with his son. <laughs> like, obviously, give me the whole, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, and all that. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. <laughs> and then I score. <laughs> 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 so I'm running towards him, rubbing my belly, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, good one, mate, good one. <laughs> so then after the, I think after, I don't know if we took a picture together after the game, and then I signed for Stranra. And then the guys asked me, oh, do you remember me? It was like, uh, I think, it was that the, were, were you the guy? He's like, yeah, it was me. I was like, all right, okay, okay. Well, that was, uh, it was one of the stories, but Stranra was good. I had a good bunch of guys, like, uh, like uh, Michael Moore, funny yeah. guy, funny, funny guy. Yeah. Then Craig Malcolm, obviously, we were just playing up front together. Yeah. Um, then we had we Aggie, uh, I, Scott Scott Agnew. Yeah. I was his left leg is out of this world. He he made me look good. He made me score goals that it made it easy for me to score goals because yeah. he would he would put the ball. Where I needed him to put the ball, yeah, you know. So, and um, 
had uh, Sean Winters. It was good as well. Uh, yeah, it was. We had like good, good players. Yeah, and uh, it was like it's a bunch of boys that we are not. It's like it's like we, we were all good at one point in our career. Yeah, and then we got put together, and we kind of sparked everybody's light. You know, like oh, do you, do you remember what you're good at? You're good at this. You've all yeah. you've known for this. You know that you can do it. Come on, there's no expectation. Like to me, when I signed for Stranraer, there was no expectation. I wasn't signing there to, you know, to win the league or to, to 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 become this or to do this. So I was free. Yeah. As in, in my mind, I was there was freedom. So you kind of play better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So enjoy we were like. Big big each other up saying, you know what you're good at? Do it all night, all day, do it. Fucking, you know what? You can do it, blah, 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 blah. And then I don't know if you remember if you remember, I mean, if you remember this. We were top of the league. Yeah, I know. You were on a great run. Until March. Yeah. We were top of the league from the start of the season till March. Yeah. And then after that, it went just it went. We didn't even make we didn't even make it to the playoffs. What was going on there? Is it just a case of the, the luck ran out and you just you couldn't pick it back up again? Yeah, I don't know. I, I let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what happened there. To be honest, well, I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's like you see it, but you don't want to believe it. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just see. Good ball, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have done better, though. Yeah. We could have done better, definitely, definitely. Seeing that when you were at Aloha, you won the you won the title at uh, Aloha, and Paul Hartley was the manager. Did it? Yeah, but I'm not taking this one. <laughs> I'm not taking this one. Yeah. And if I mean, and me and Paul are okay today. Like we, we yeah. don't have it, but we we had a little thing back then, and we, like I said, there's no issues there. Like, there's yeah. no, but I actually left the club. Oh, I got sacked or whatever, let go before the end of the season. Yeah. So I didn't win anything. Yeah. That's why I'm saying I'm not taking this one. Yeah. And I want like to let people know that uh yes, it's, it's probably when people are saying that Alawa team, Armandoni, like won the league, well, I didn't win fuck all. Like don't yeah. Were you upset at that then, Armin, that they've done that to you? I was upset, but I was I was upset, but that's that's football, I guess. Like yeah. and it was it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. It, it was a misunderstanding. It, I, I remember one day he came up to me and told me about Something I said on Twitter, like, oh God. and I don't have Twitter. I've never, ever had Twitter. Still today, I don't have Twitter. And he says to me, oh, you, you need to watch what you said on social media. And I'm like, man, the only thing I've got, at the time, I was like, the only thing I had was Facebook. Yeah. So I, I've got Facebook, and the only thing I do on Facebook is talk to my family and friends back home. So, yeah. I know. That's what I was going to get to. So then we find out that somebody made a fake account. Somebody made it an account. Oh, really? 
yeah, somebody made an account called like, Armandoni, and they were talking like kind of London type of thing, you know, uh, man, man's on the bench today, man's raging, yeah, uh, coaches, the ah. coach this and blah 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 and blah blah. So then, you know, and back and forward every day, and I'm like, and they obviously then. Like, I don't have Twitter, so I don't know what's getting said on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, they thought that was good. Yeah, you can see the manager again, like, kind of distant with me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And me being me, I'm, I don't ask questions. I don't. I'm the type of guy, if you start walking away from me with no reason, yeah, I'll, I'll come to you once and say, do we have a problem here? Yeah. And you can say, no, no, everything's fine, everything's fine. I just leave it there. Like you told me everything was fine, so don't act weird now. Yeah. So he he never he, he he came up to me and said that to me once. And I said to him, I don't have Twitter. Yeah. But I felt like he didn't believe me. That's bad man. Yeah, then that's that's poor. Well that's that, that's fine. You know I mean? Like I said, like uh, we're fine. I mean, my son plays for Aki's. <laughs> and the 15, his son plays for Aki's and uh, 16, 17. So we saw each other like over the years because my son's been there for a few years. So we saw each other over the years in the car park and in the, in the stand and stuff yeah. like this. We spoke, you know, like the last time we were parked next to each other, we were chatting for, that was before the COVID thing. Yeah. We were chatting for a good like 20 minutes, you know, and he says to me, oh, I'm the manager for Cove or somehow. Rangers, yeah. Yeah, so he was like, I'm doing this, we're doing, we're doing well, we're, getting, we're gonna get promoted, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, great, you know, and I'm, and like I said, I'm, I mean, my, I'm years away from this, so I don't hold any grudges, I don't, nah, it's cool, it's cool. So I'm happy for him, <laughs> he's happy for me, and that's it, we're moving on, like, yeah, life goes on. When, when, when the time came to hang up the boots, uh, uh, did, did, was, was the time ready for you, Armin? Did you feel the time was ready to, to, to stop playing? Or did uh, you... Yeah, I was, I'd lost, I'd lost interest. Yeah. I think that was the, the main thing, I'd lost interest. And for me to, to get up every day and go and run an exercise for something that you didn't feel like you love anymore, yeah. it was not, for me, that was me, I was done. I was done. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I had stopped playing football for six months. And then Shunar phoned me and asked me to come back. Yeah. So for six months, I had been drinking and eating and <laughs> <laughs> smoking a few bags. <laughs> and, and I get asked to come back. And I'm like, I try. <laughs> After two minutes, like, <laughs> Shit, this is hard. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, all right, maybe after the, you know, when the season's over, I think it's time for me to give it up. Like, <laughs> so yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a hard, hard decision, but an easy one at the same time. Yeah, because it was hard because I was in this, you know, that thing that you've done for years and you look forward to do and like it was the only thing you kind of knew yeah. how to, what to do and stuff and then one day you're thinking this is it yeah I need to 
on from this and do something else. Like I hadn't, I mean, school-wise, I had done nothing. Uh, I applied for a few jobs and they were like, have you got any qualification? I'm like, nope. They're like, no, sorry. Yeah. We're not going to take you on. They're like, all right, fair enough. You know? And then, like, I, I joined IBM like, in Greenup. I was working in a call center, right? And uh, the only reason why I got the job is because the HR, <laughs> Graham, who took my CV, knew who I was. Yeah. That was the only thing that got me the job. <laughs> He's French. You can speak French. You can put him in a French team. You know, okay, dealing with the French customers and all this, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. Yeah. But then my friend who was working there, it was Johnny actually. Johnny, when Johnny gave up football, he went to work for IBM. He says to me, send me your CV. And I was like, all right. So I sent him my CV. My CV says Nantes, Cambridge. And he's like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, you asked me for my CV. He's like, no, you work CV. I said, that was my work. I never worked a day in my life. What are you talking about? He's like, you surely don't expect me to hand this. This guy wants to work here. But he can dribble. He can kick me up. He can score goals. He can score goals. Uh, I was like, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. You asked me for a CV. I don't know. He's like, oh, come on. Just forget it. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, bye. So that was like, and then obviously, uh, then he says to me, oh, like, say this and do this and say that, and blah, blah, blah. So, I said, so then I sent the CV. My missus helped me as well. We sent the CV, and Graham got the CV. He was like, I'm in, I'm in the way. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Then they phoned me and they did like a phone interview. Yeah. If I was a, a French speaker and all this, and then it's funny because I'm talking to a Scottish lassie that speaks French. And I'm like, I'm correcting her. Like, <laughs> that's not how you say this, is how you say French. That's not how you say it. You know? And then she's the one that has to say, ah, his French is good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you passed. okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's a pass. I am sure it's a pass. But yeah, so then they give me the job, and I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "How can people do this? Yeah, every day. Yeah, for that wage. Yeah, not very much, like, is it? Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, yeah, oh, I don't want to do this. This is hard, man. This is really hard." And, I, and then, and then it gives you a, a proper like, respect, like you like yeah, perspective. Yeah, I respect you guys for doing what you do every day. Yeah, because me, I was getting up in the morning, like I was getting up at half eight, nine, go to football, have breakfast to football, get ready, get ready have one. a two-hour session, <laughs> then shower, lunch. And sometimes you have a second session. If you don't, then you go home, go to sleep, then you go, then later on you go to the gym. That was my day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then he said, you get told, right? You're doing the 12-hour shift <laughs> in the office on the computer. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You're like, what? No, no way. way. This is too hard. This is too much, man. 
But yeah, so but maybe me, I was like, I need to be, I need to be good at this, man. I yeah. need to be good. So I remember the first time I got scored, like taking calls and stuff. First time I got scored, she put me a zero because I was like kind of mumbling, uh, not mumbling. I was like uh, stu stuttering, uh, 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 like trying to find, you know, what should I say next? And, blah, blah, blah. No, and there was like a, I had questions and things in front of me, but I was like, yeah, but he's already answered that question, so I need to move on to the next one. And, do you know what I mean? Like, and what you mean? Yeah, I used to work in a call center. I know exactly what you mean. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, no, no. and she marked me a zero, and I was like, wow, this is hot. This you're harsh, man. Like, come give me a feedback or something to tell me. Listen, you can do better. We need to train you more. You need to do that. And then you know, like, then you say, right, I'm not gonna. Mark this one, or I'm going to give you, like, I don't know, my a low mark, but yeah. it's just to encourage you, but zero. And then she's like, well, that was a bad call. Man. I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow, okay. So, so I got, like, kind of annoyed. And, I, and me being a competitor, a competitor, I was like, I need, I, need, I need a better score than that. I need, you know. And then I'm starting writing down the things that I want. And I was like, forget about the, the screen. I'm writing stuff in my notepad yeah, questions. And questions and I'm listening. If you say this, I say this, you say that. And I'm practicing myself and then getting a phone call. I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. okay, okay, oh, thank you very much. Okay, bye. I, I, keep, oh, God, my, I keep going that way. And like, you know, boosting my own self esteem, you know, because she shut me down. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, this, no, I'm better than that. <laughs> and then, and then, then my next month, she's like, oh, that's much better. Oh, and then third month, she's like, that's perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going the right direction here. A year and a half later, I get approached by the boss saying, right, we're putting a team together um, for this software and blah, 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 for software, hardware, and blah, 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 blah. And we will listen to your calls and your calls have been perfect and um, from your notes, the marks you've been getting, so perfect, perfect, perfect. So I want you to be in charge of the French team. I want you to do this, I want you to do that. I'm like, kind of team leader type of job. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I'm, telling, like, I'm thinking, that guy's been here for fucking six years or seven years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that guy's been here for, and <laughs> offered him none, you know? You just but, walked in. Like, yeah, I'll take the job. And so I took the job. It was like a fixed entitlement team. And I took the job and I was like, it was me, a, po a girl from Portugal and a Scottish guy, Mano, actually I was talking to today. Uh, and uh, we were like kind of in charge of the, the squad. And I had, there was French, French, uh, five French people, five Portuguese, five Italians, five Spanish and five like English speakers and blah, blah, blah. So it was a big team. Yeah. We were in charge of it. You know, and I was like, yeah, into my thing. I was like, I know I'm not getting much wage here, but I need to be good at what I'm doing. Because in my mind, I was thinking, when I was a footballer, I was jumping from club to club to club to club just because the other one was giving me a ten or more and yeah. this and that and that. So I'm like, now that you've you get into a different career, you need to be um, consistent. Yeah. Need to be consistent, so I kind of set myself. You know, it's like stop jumping, stop jumping from one place to another because it's not healthy, man. 
and and then you come across coaches that are gonna fuck your mind up. So just yeah. if you feel comfortable somewhere, just stay there. Stay there. It will pay off eventually. And then what happened is they moved the office, the IBM office. They moved the office into Bulgaria or something like this. Oh, did they? Wow. And they asked me to train the people from Bulgaria. Oh, really? The, guys, the people that said they spoke French. Not gonna lie. No, they didn't. They <laughs> laughed. <laughs> no, they didn't. They did not speak French. They born during that's it. Yeah, that's it. And then I had to teach. I had to, to uh, train them on what I was doing. <laughs> Obviously, I did it for the first month. Yeah. And after the second month, I was like, "You guys are taking a mess." Yeah. You guys are not picking up. You guys are not understanding what we're doing here. Like it's easy. It's quite straightforward and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And then. I said to my, my supervisor, listen, you, they need to get somebody, they need to get somebody trained. Yeah. They, need some, they need to get somebody to train them, sorry. So then they asked me if I wanted to go there to train them, and I said, no. And then they asked somebody else, the, port, the, the girl from Portugal, and she went, but she stayed there. Yeah. And then I moved on, I moved on to another company uh, in Glasgow selling contact lenses. Yeah. And what happened there is like, First month, they, they trained me for the first month, so the mark was all right. Second month, they marked me well. They said, well done, blah, blah, a big improvement on your calls and stuff like this. And then the third month, they marked me down. Yeah. I was like, it's a three-month probation. Then the fourth month, you're signing a pro pro like permanent contract. I was like, are you doing this? So then I could go back to uh, a three-month probation again and blah blah and they're like no 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 this no I said so how is this call it's not as good as that one when that one was the last month yeah and I've got more experience now how does it explain that to me and I was like and on top of that this call that you're talking about I came to you and asked you what to do and you told me what to do yeah. you remember this and she was like uh, yeah but, uh, but I made the mistake I think I said so you made the mistake not me so why are you marking me down then? So we had an argument back and forth, and I, and I said, you know what? I tell you right now, I'm finishing this week, and I'm not coming back. Yeah. And then my missus is like, I went home. I told my missus, she was like, you sure? I says, I can't. I'm I'm not taking this. Yeah. I'm not. They're not gonna bullshit me like this. Like if you're gonna say to me, listen, it's a three month on three month on three month, then it's down to me to say, okay, I'll take it or not. But yeah. if you're gonna say to me after three months you get a permanent contract, and I'm what my ass off for three months, and then on the third month you gotta you gotta try to catch me on some bullshit that you don't you 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 made the mistake, then yeah. you can get somebody else to do your job. I'm not doing it. And then so I, I was like, okay, forget it. And then but then I, I sacked it. And then my missus was like, oh, you need you need to relax. You need to chill. You need to. Do so she got me. Uh, it was just after Christmas. She got me two tickets for. Barcelona, Atletico Madrid. Yeah. New camp for me and my son because he plays for he plays for Aki's, like I said. Uh -huh. So we went and her brother came and her dad came. And then we went there for, we were supposed to be there for three days. I think we stayed for four or five. <laughs> we're like, we're staying another night. Hello, babe. I'm staying another night. What the host one? He's like, is that all right if I stay another night? Oh, do we buy this to go to school? Ah, come on. <laughs> Primary school, come on. <laughs> well, I was there for I think an, an extra two nights, 
And then, so I was talking to my brother-in-law and he was, he's a civil engineer and he was like, you know, uh, we, we've got a project coming, coming up soon. And, you know, it's like, a, it's a linesman, uh, as a, uh, if there's a line, linesman jobs are coming up, yeah. if you want, you know, I can uh, put your name down for it and blah, blah. And I was like, mate, I had never lifted a tool in my life. <laughs> like every time I had some bro- bro- broken in the house, I'm phoning somebody. Well, I how much do you charge for this? Come and fix <laughs> yeah. it. Like, is that I know, but uh, you know, you need to you need to change your career, come into the railway, then you can go and join Network Rail, and you know, you yeah. have a pension, blah blah blah. I was like, all right, so, so, uh, yeah. So I applied for the job, and then I think I, st- I started in May, twenty sixteen. May 26th or 25th, I can't remember. Yeah. I started in May, and I've been on the railway since. Yeah, ever since? I was been good. It's been really good. It's like, it's like back into the football changing room. Yeah, I can imagine. Just a bunch of guys. Good banter on that. Yeah, good banter. Like slagging each other all day, all night, all night. Because yeah. I do night shift, permanent night shift. So, it's, it's good, good banter, yeah, good man, good man. And I mean, I guess you've made well, you've made Scotland your home now, Armand, as well. So it's, it's a yeah, place I've, got, I've got the wife right there. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've got three kids. So like I was saying earlier, my eldest, eighteen uh, and fourteen, and a twelve-year-old daughter. So yeah, it's it's mine. This is this is my house, my home, my yeah, good. Yeah. You said your boy plays with Aki, so you get high hopes that he can he can maybe have a career as well. Yeah, it's not really high hopes. Like I don't want to put the pressure on him, but yeah, yeah he's he seems to be doing well. Yeah, because he's at um, uh, Breadhurst as well, so yeah, he's at a school academy, so yeah. which is good. So he trains during the day at the school, and then. It trains at night with Aki's, and obviously right now they're not playing games or anything. But yeah, he's, um, he seems to be doing well. So no, fingers good. crossed for him, because yep. like I said to him, it's a, it's a long journey. Like you know, like I was saying earlier, like you said to kids. I mean, you said to players, like back back in the day, it was easy. It was it was all right to say to somebody, when you shake, you shake. When you're good, you're good. <laughs> and now I've got my 14 year old. I need to change the way yeah. I approach the football, like the game, you know, the, like, before it was like the passion that was talking. Yeah. You know, you're like, come on, you better than this. Now you got to, son, you better than this. You know this? I mean, you know, like, you got to, like, ah, oh, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Because they, they take it too personal. Yeah. Hell, I take it too personal, and then they they only they only remember the negative. Yeah, they only remember the little negative thing that you say. Yeah. They forget about you know, all the positive thing that the positive things that's been said. But like my missus always says to me, she says, "Give him a shit sandwich." So say good stuff. Yeah. And say what he did bad, and then end on a high. Yeah. So then the last thing he hears is positive vibes. Yeah. So I'm working on it. There it is, there. Do you want to say, do you want to say hi? <laughs> say hi. 
Is he coming in? Coming in, say hi. Hi, how are you doing? Hi. Alrighty. Yeah, I'm good. What position do you play? Uh, right wing. Right wing. That's where, you, where your, your dad started. Yeah. Right mid. Yeah. How you enjoy yeah, How you enjoy yeah. Nackies? He'll be a striker soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to. He'll be a striker soon. Is your dad get, is your dad showing you how he is he get videos and all that? He's showing you how he how he put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, I don't think he can do that himself. <laughs> Is that why you've not been scoring many goals then? <laughs> What's the dream then for you? Do you want, I guess you want to make it as a, as a player like your dad did? Yeah, definitely. I wanted to have a better career though. <laughs> I wanted to play for Scotland or France. All right, enough. You can play That's for France aim. as well, yeah. That's the aim. You know, you won that call up when France would be like, we'd be watching and we, we think you're good enough to play for us. And you're like, you think? What's <laughs> <laughs> the answer? You think? <laughs> good man, excellent. Superb. Armand, I was going to, is, is there any goals? <laughs> nice to meet you, man. All the best for your career. All right, cheers. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no, in terms of, your, is there a goal that stands out? Obviously, everybody's seen that beauty you scored for Stranraer, but is there any goal that stands out, Armand? Is it your, your best one? Yeah, that's the only one that's actually out there. And you busted it with that one. Yeah, that's the only one that's out there, as in, there's a, there's a video of it. Yeah. Uh, there's a few. Is that the one against Clyde in the evening? Huh? Was it Clyde in the evening? Yeah, against Clyde. That was Tremado. Yeah, that's the one he's talking about. Is it? You've seen, all, you've seen every of my games. <laughs> yeah, no, the wife said that was the best one. Not as if you ever scored in your head or anything. Oh! <laughs> She said, "Do you hear what she said there?" No, she no. Said, it's not as if she scored anywhere you head. So, not <laughs> um, at Cambridge. No, one stands up for me. It will be why I scored in Finland. One in Finland, die. It's on the chart. It's on the. There's like um I think it finished third and uh top ten goals in Finland. Wow. And uh was that it was like <laughs> No, unfortunately. But I scored uh, I scored a few headers in Finland, which was weird. But uh, no, it was like a, a long bow and uh, I'm holding a defender. I'm holding the defender on this side, like he's behind me, and I'm kind of holding him there. Yeah. And the wall comes in, and I kind of, I don't even know if I chested them, or I let it bounce. Like I kind of flip the defender, I let it bounce, and as the balls come down, I just hit it. Okay. And it went top bend, but it went like this, you know, that way. I dipped. It goes up and then dips in. Yeah. So it went like top bend. And uh, there's a, there's there's a video of it in, on the internet. I've seen it. Uh, and then at the time I had a little afro, 
I had a little afro and uh, one other guy in the changing room. Because see, like, most of my celebration is, is a piss take of a guy, a guy's dance in the changing room. <laughs> so the, the one I do when I score uh, against Clyde was Chenra, yeah. that was Sean Winters. Sean Winter. <coughs> every time he walks in the changing room, uh, every time he walks in, in, a, in the shower room, yeah. he's doing this. <laughs> so I said to him, the next time I score, I'll do your dance. And that's where that dance comes from. But uh, the, the, the one in Finland uh, was the guy in front of me. Um, his name is Sara. I don't want to say Sara Yevo, but Sara is something. Yeah. His last name is, we call him Sara. Yeah. And he, he used to dance like this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so the guy, he had no rhythm. He used to dance like this. When I scored, and then I ran, I walked, I ran towards him, and I was like doing this. <laughs> and then he came and did the same as well. And then I started grabbing him, like, come here. So, yeah, most of my celebration is like a dance that somebody has done in the channel room. And yeah. I'm just taking this off. So. Magic. Good stuff. Any plans? A lot of players go into coaching and all that, Armand. Is that something that you were ever interested um, in? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was I was coaching my local team. Yeah. For a little while before my son uh, got um, any kind of interest by other clubs because I was coaching that team. Uh, I was coaching my son. My son was seven. He's 14. That's seven years ago. Yeah. He's 14 now. I started coaching like seven years ago. Yeah. And um, then my son, like Motherwell came for my son. So we, I had to take him to Motherwell and it was really, it was basically the same, at the same time my local team was training. So I was missing the training session. Yeah. Training sessions. And then my son basically says to me, oh, I don't really like it here because they're kind of clicky and they don't pass yeah, to me. Yeah. Blah blah, blah blah So I said, son, you don't like it. You're not going to be good. So I'm going to thank them and we're going to go and not come back. And so I did that. And then Aki's came and it was the same kind of idea. It wasn't really feeling it. And then Sid Midden. So Sid Midden came afterwards and he was really enjoying it. Yeah. And I was like, right. You picked, that's it. And then they played against Akis. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. So. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> but anyway, so they played against Akis and then uh, my son had a good game. Yeah. And then St. Miriam went like, after the game scene, Hey, you you need to tell us you're gonna sign for us and promise us and this and that. And I was like, it's not done to me. If the wee man stayed, he likes it here, I'm stay. Because I left Motherwell and Alex, I left Aki's. You know, like not to say anything negative about Sydney, but those two teams have a better academy for me, like in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And I walked away from the two of them. It's not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna feel sorry to walk away from you as well. Yeah. So it's like, if the wee man says he's not feeling it, then he's not feeling it. 
So we'll be done to, to him. So they were kind of, not putting pressure on the wayman, but asking the wayman, you know, what do you think? What do you think? Do you want to stay here? Do you want to stay here? And the was like, yeah, I like it, I like it, I like it. And then I was like, listen, we just had a game. Let's just go home. And then, you know, we can talk about it another time. So then, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can say it. <laughs> Basically, ended up sitting for Akis. Aye, went back to Akis. Went back to Akis. And that's where he is now. That's it, that's it. That's what he is now, and he's loving it. He's got good friends, uh, good relationship with the coaches. Uh, they, and the thing is, the coaching, some of the, like, um, Matt, Matt Boyle is, is, he, he's got this type of, like, the relationship's going with my son is, my son, like, he can, you know when a coach, a coach can make, can bring the best out of you? Yeah. You know, and he's got that with Matt. Like when Matt, Matt believes in him. Yeah. You know, so I like that about the the aspect when I see my son playing and I see how he reacts and you know, like you want, you always want to kind of, you always want to impress me and you know his coaches and stuff. Yeah. And for years I've said to him like because every time, every time I would, I I went and watch. Most of his games, right? Because sometimes I couldn't because I was working when he was playing on a Sunday. Finish, I finish at seven in the morning. His game is at nine. I'm not making it something you know, like so. But most of the game I watch, he stopped now. But he used to do, he used to do something and then looks over at me. Do something and looks over at me. Like he wanted my approval every time. Yeah. But I can't give you that when. In my, in my head, I'm analysing your game. In my head, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. So my facial expression is different <laughs> all the time. So he's like, oh, he wasn't happy with that. He wasn't happy with this. No, no, no. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Like, I was thinking, I'm not happy. It's not I'm not happy with you. I'm not happy with, you know, you made a great run and he's not. he hasn't passed yeah. it to you. That's why I'm not happy with. But every time he did something, he looks at me. And you see my face and it's like, oh, my dad's not happy. My dad's not happy. Yeah. I can't hide this. Like, I can't <laughs> hide it. Like, I'm, it's not that I'm not happy with you. I'm watching a football game and there's little things that I see that could be better. I, I, I coach, yeah. Yeah. And it's not about you. It's about the whole, you know, yeah. the, the, the whole part, like the whole pitch, the whole team. You know, so don't pay attention to this. Yeah. And so now he's doing it less and less, which is good because he's more focused on his game. Yeah. You know. But yeah, okay. But like I said, I would have said to him, I says, I don't wanna you don't wanna sound stupid. I don't wanna sound terrible, but you've done fuck all. Yeah. Yet it's a long way, like you're a long way like from from your goal. And yeah. even when you meet your goal, you need to set yourself another goal. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Signing professional is one goal, but after that, there's other goals. Exactly. You know, so the long, the journey is is it's a long, very long one, yeah. and it's only a bunch of players that actually make enough money to chill for yeah. a little bit. I says, look at all the all those players like like the Cherry Henry and like ah, they the the high and all this and all that. They all on TV, like doing Sky and. Yeah, you know, um, whatever, like doing the football, presenting, presenting the football and stuff like this, or coaching or whatever. The money runs out. 
Yeah. At one point. So they need, they need the cash flow. They need money to come in. So they need a job. And that's what they're doing. So don't think that you're going to make enough money and you're going to chill and relax for the year. Like, no. Life goes on, son. Exactly. So don't make the same mistakes I did. Yeah. Wise words. Wise words. Always get a top man to learn from. That's for sure, Armand. That's it. You know. And hopefully I'm going to be the person I wasn't for myself. The pe- I'm, I was, I'm going to be for my son the person I wasn't for myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Magic. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we wish him and yourself all the best going forward, Darman. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I've loved it. So thanks very much for, for coming on. No, thank you very much, man. If you want another one next week. <laughs> next week, yeah. Darman, don't need show. That was episode 78 of the Talking Football Podcast with Armand Oni. As ever, I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, if you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can catch them all in pretty much all podcast platforms. You can also watch the videos of many of them on our Facebook page. We're also on Twitter. You can follow us at Talking underscore Football. And be also sure to check out and subscribe to the Talking Football website. It's talkingfootball.co.uk, where you'll find a whole load of great content on there. Hope you can join me again next week for another Belter of an interview but until then stay positive keep safe bye for now